Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for the precious gifts of life. Because when we have life, we have hope. When we have you, we have it all, Lord. We pray that you have your way in the midst of us to this morning. Holy Spirit, come in your own special way. Come and touch lives here. Come and heal lives here. Come and comfort people through your word. And we give you all the praise and glory for answered prayer. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, this morning's sermon is taken from Daddy's book, How to Step into Your New Season. Amen. So, God created the four seasons to occur after another as the earth rotates around the sun. Okay. Each season has its own unique characteristics. We have winter, spring, summer, and autumn. And a season is a period of the year or the time of the year when something happens. So in the same way, we have seasons in our lives. We have seasons of love and seasons of a broken heart. A time of abundance and a time of loss. This happens here on earth. And in our lives. I believe I have some witnesses here, don't I? Hallelujah. Amen. Ecclesiastes 3 verses 1 to 8 sums it all up. Can we look at that, please? To everything, can I have the NIV version, please? There is a time for everything. Is that true or not true? There's a time to give birth. There's a time to be born. Isn't it? There's a time for everything. And a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born. And a time to die. A time to plant. And a time to uproot. Come on. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down. And a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter and a time to gather. A time to embrace and a time to refrain. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love 
and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Amen. Amen. And Genesis 8.22 says that as long as the earth endures, as long as this earth remains, seed, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, Cold and heat. Summer and winter, day and night. Will never cease. We therefore serve a God of seasons. In whose hands lies the experiences of life. And through the twists and turns of life. We learn to trust him. Knowing that he has the perfect plan for us. Amen. Turn to somebody and tell the person that. You need to trust in Lord, in the Lord. Oh, some of you didn't tell the other person sitting by. Tell the person that life's experiences, life's solutions, lies in the hands of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, to get into your new season of life as a Christian, you need to have an open heavens environment in your life. Turn to somebody and tell the person that to get into your new season of life, you need to you need an open heavens environment. Amen. So what does open heavens mean? Open heavens, heavens means that, means God having a divine intervention in the affairs of man. To enable the person move into the next season with ease. We need divine intervention in our lives. How many of us agree to that? That we need divine intervention in our lives. We can't do it all by ourselves. It is not by our might or our power, but by the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. Some of you are not writing. Why? Turn to the person sitting next to you and say, why? Why aren't you writing? Because you need, you need these points. So if I don't see writing, I'll come over to you and ask you what I said. Open heavens means God having a divine intervention in the affairs of man. To enable a person move into the next season of his or her life. With ease. It also is the influence of God on earthly affairs that accomplishes, that causes a man to accomplish things that he wouldn't be able to do naturally. Is this point true or not true? It's true. Because sometimes in our lives we sit there and say, God, so what, is, what should I do in this situation? What should I do? 
I don't, there's, it looks like there's a wall behind me. There's another wall on my side and another in front of me. I don't have a solution to this problem. Nah, Isn't it? And I can't do this thing on my own. I need your influence. I need your power. I need your help to accomplish this thing which naturally I cannot do. Do I have any witnesses here? Oh, do I have any witnesses here? Amen. And the other point, another explanation of open heavens is to encounter, to, to, it means to be ushered into a new season. Of what God intends for your life. To be ushered into a new season. Of what God intends for your life. So how do you get your heavens open? And in his book, in daddy's book, the new season, it's, he says that the answer is that one or the answers Na to the question, how do you get your heavens open? It's one persistent prayer. So that's number one. Persistent prayer. The next point is praise and worship. Tithing faithfully is the third one. Given for the development of the kingdom of God. Given to the servants of God. And given to the poor. When we say prayer, Daddy said it before he left. When we say prayer, people are always dodging. But that is the key, the key to the beginning of good things in our lives. We live, in this, we live in this world. There's a God of this world. You understand? And his rules, his rules have to be followed in order to be wealthy in this world. And in order to be rich in this world, you have to do all kinds of things. All kinds of things. That as a Christian, you cannot do. Do I have any witnesses here? Oh, give me a smile now. You have to do all kinds of things. And I believe you know what I'm talking about. Should I give examples? Should I give examples? You know it all, don't you? You do all kinds of things in order to be wealthy. But as a Christian, for things to happen in your life, we need heavens to be open over us. Amen. So the title of the message today is The Wonders of Prayer. Taken from chapter 4 of Daddy's book, yeah. How to Step into Your New Season. The Wonders of Prayer. When we talk about wonders, it means miracles, amazing things. 
So we are talking about the miracles and amazing things that come with prayer. Amen. Amen. Are you here with me? Amen. So let's look at Psalm 91. Psalm 91 is a typical example of a prayer. That talks about and it mentions some of the miracles or wonders that come out of prayer. So Psalm 91. Is that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Let's use the NIV version. Okay, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And Jesus said in Matthew 6, 6, that when you pray, enter into your closets and pray to God in secret. The God you cannot see, but you can feel and sense all around you. And when you do that in secret, your father sees it in secret and he blesses you openly. So in Psalm 91, the, the secret place is prayer, okay? And the author goes on to say, I, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Amen. Amen. Surely he, he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. When you go into the secret place of the Most High God, when you pray unto him, he will deliver you from the trap of the enemy and from the noisome pestilence. The so noisome pestilence is fatal diseases. He will cover you with his feathers. And under his wings shall you trust. So, so as a hen covers her cheeks with her feathers. And gives them shelter and protection. So will the Lord do for us. Amen. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. And truth here means the word of God. The word of God will be your shield and buckler. Oh, I said the word of God will be your, your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid for the terror by night. The evil that walks that happens in the night. You will not be afraid of it. Because the Lord will cover you. Amen. Neither will you be afraid of the arrow that flies by day. The arrow that flies by day is that invisible, destructive calamity. So when we pray, we do not have to be afraid of that arrow that flies by day. Amen. Amen. 
nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness. Nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. Have you realized that sometimes in the afternoon you hear certain news, I mean like bad news that you don't, you don't want to hear? So that is the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side. And ten thousand at thy right hand. But they shall not come near you. Only with your eyes will you behold and see the reward of the wicked. So when we pray, we, we get into God's presence and pray. We receive open heavens. And he covers us. He sends us help. He sends us strength. To face all these things. For he shall give his angels charge over thee. To keep you in all your ways. They shall bear thee up with their hands. Lest we dash our feet against the stone. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Lord knows where you are. Amen. At this time in 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 2021. The Lord knows that you are in his house. And he will surely send his angels to deliver you out of the hands of the enemy. Amen. Turn to the person sitting next to you and tell the person that it's good to be in the house of God. Okay. Now, one of the miracles and amazing things that happen in our life is that when we pray, God releases his angels to come to our aid. So a typical example is Peter. Peter. Peter was imprisoned. And the church prayed for him. And by the grace of God, the heavens were opened over his life. In prison. And an angel of the Lord appeared and delivered him from the claws of the enemy. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So let me give you a background of that. King Herod killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. And when he realized that the Jews were happy about it, he proceeded to arrest Peter to kill him. Peter was the head of, well, he was a chief apostle and the head of the believers in those days. And the devil had a calculated plan to exterminate Christians by dealing with the leadership first. The devil always wants to destroy 
every good thing in our lives. But when we rise up and pray, God sends his angels to deliver us. Amen. Amen. And this is seen in Acts 12, verse 5 to 11. Now, Acts 12, 5, 11. Acts chapter 12, verse 5 to 11. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison. But, but prayer was made without season by the church unto God for him. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains. And the keepers before the door kept the prison. What evil did Peter do? You are locked up behind bars. Your, your wrists and your ankles have been tied with chains. There are soldiers all around. There are soldiers all around. What evil did he do? Because Money once you are locked behind bars, you can't come out. Yeah, it will be very difficult to come out. So you see what the devil does. You are at your workplace. And then suddenly something happens. And they put the blame on you. Meanwhile, you know you haven't done it. Why does that happen? Because the devil just wants to, the enemy wants to destroy your life. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him. And a light shined in the prison. He hit Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, Get thyself. Pick up your sandals. And he did it. And the angel said unto him, Put your garment around you and follow me. And he went out and followed him. And he didn't realize that it was actually happening. He thought it was a dream. So when they went through the first gate and the second, they went past the first and the second ward. They came onto the iron gates that led into the city. And that, those gates opened on their own accord. And they went out and passed through one street. And then the angel departed from him. And when Peter came to himself, he said, now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and delivered me out of the hand of Pharaoh, out of the hand of Herod. And from all the expectation of the Jews. Why did this happen? Because the church prayed for their leader. As we sit here, we need to pray for daddy. Amen. We always have to pray for daddy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Are you being blessed? Oh, yes, Or are you being blessed? Turn to somebody and tell the person that as you pray, the Lord will send an angel unto you. Oh, on Sunday, what song did, did you sing? Prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the master key. Prayer, prayer is the key. key prayer is the key prayer, prayer is, is the master key jesus started with prayer and ended with prayer prayer is the master key somebody say now about why are we singing class one song this is not a class one song it is not a class one song. Amen. We are learning something. We are getting somewhere. Amen. Are you here with me? Are you being blessed? Amen. That song always reminds me to pray. Because it tells me that it is the main key in life as a Christian. Amen. Amen. So God sent, when we pray, the heavens over us open. And God sends us help. Amen. Let's look at an, an, another example of Paul and Silas. And it is seen in Acts chapter 16. Paul and Silas went to pray. And as they were praying, a lady with a spirit of divination met them. And started shouting and telling people that these are the servants of the Most High God. And they kept doing it, and she kept doing it and doing it. And then Paul realized that this wasn't a good spirit. And so he cast the spirit out. And then the owners got angry. The masters of the, the, the lady got angry. And they put Paul and Silas into jail. Now in jail, I, I need to, we, we can't read through because of time. Now, these two men were not depressed in prison. They didn't complain or accuse each other. Do you know that when something happens, sometimes you tend to accuse the person next to you. Oh, why did you do that? If you hadn't done this, this wouldn't have happened. Do I have any witnesses here? Yeah. And then you become depressed. You know, but these two men were not depressed. They didn't complain or accuse each other. They knew what to do at that time. As a Christian, you know what to do at any given moment. Especially when you are in trouble. So in jail, they did not cry. At midnight, they prayed for the hand of God to intervene. They prayed for open heavens. And, I, and then, when they prayed, something happened. They made contact with the headquarters of the universe, that is heaven. 
And their heavens opened. And they received divine intervention. Amen. Amen. And, the, and in, on page 42 of Daddy's book, How to Step into Your New Season, it says, as Paul and Silas prayed, miracles happened. Acts 16, verse 26. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. To the foundation, so that the foundations of prison were shaken. And immediately the doors were opened. And every, everyone's hand was loosed. So they were not depressed. They did not give up. They did not faint. But they prayed. And three things happened when they prayed. The foundation of the prison was shaken. This shows that when you pray, the root or strength of your problem will give way. Amen. Amen. The second thing that happened was all the doors were open. Immediately, all the doors were open. Look at the wonder of prayer. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. All the doors were locked. But suddenly, as they prayed, the do all the doors were open. All closed doors in your life will surely open as you pray. And there shall be a restoration of all the things you lost. Amen. Amen. Paul and Silas were freed, and the jailer ended up bowing before them and giving his life to Christ. Some of the people who afflicted you shall come bowing to you, and all those who harassed you will fall prostrate at your feet. So when you pray, miracles happen. People are convicted of their sin because of the miracles they see and they give their lives to Christ. Amen. Are you here with me? How many of us will pray now? When we say Friday is a day for prayer, let us see all of you here. Amen. Because miracles happen when we pray. Why do the miracles happen? Because the heavens over our lives are opened. Amen. And you can do things with ease. Amen. 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 I want to share a short testimony with, with you. Uh, page eight. Page. I want to share a short testimony with you. About a lady I knew very well, very close to me. In fact, my cousin. She had a big problem. She couldn't do it on her own. Man could not help her in any way. She was actually rushed to the hospital. And nothing they did was working. And as she lay there, she realized that, Charlie, this is between me and God. 
Have you ever reached a place where you know and you know within you? You know that you know that you know that is between me and God. If God doesn't intervene, nothing can help me. Oh, has it happened to you before? And as she lay there, she knew that it's only God. And she started praying. God help me. Oh, You are the only one who can help me. Help me, God. And she kept praying and praying. I don't want to die. I want to live to declare your word. Then as she sat there, a nurse walked up to her. As she lay there, a nurse walked up to her. And said, do you see, she sat by her and said, do you see all these people? Because from her bed, the, the, her ward was open. And she could see the doctors and nurses going up and down. And the nurse told her that, do you see all these people? They can't help you in any way. They've done everything they can. They can't help you. It's only God who can solve your problem now. And then the person asked, the, the nurse said, do you believe that God can do it? And she said, I believe. She said, I believe that God can help me. And then the nurse said, okay. Once you've confessed with your mouth, relax, everything will be fine. You will not die, you will live. So immediately, remember that when Paul and Silas were in prison, as they prayed, immediately the doors were open. Immediately the doors were open. All the locked doors were opened. And all the prisoners were set free. So when the nurse told her that, immediately the readings on her machines the high readings started dropping. And all her vitals were, were okay. Immediately. Everything came back to normal. Because the nurse kept talking to her. Immediately. Immediately she said, I believe. Everything went back to normal. And as the nurse held her hand, she fell asleep. She fell asleep. When she woke up, the doctors were all around her. They were, saying, they were amazed because they had given up on her. They had given up on her. So she said, they said, what happened? And she said, oh, one of your nurses came to me and she, she talked to me and she helped me pray. She encouraged me. And then the, the doctors and the nurses said, she described the nurse to them. And they said, there's no one like that who works here. Now, no uh, one works here by this name. No one works here by this description. Then she knew that for sure when she prayed that God had sent an angel to her. Now, 
and had delivered her. So the foundation of her problem was shaken and gave way. The doors for healing was open. So that was open heavens. The chains were broken. And she was set free. God sends an angel to us when we pray. I'll share another example. When we pray, God sends, always sends an angel. There was this man who had, who had a big problem. His business was failing. He didn't know what to do. And so he went away. He took some time off his business. He took his wife along to a place where they could, they could stay and pray. And every morning, this man would wake up early in the morning and go and sit outside and pray. There was a, there was a river there and there were some chairs there. He would go and sit on one particular chair. How do you call that thing? Is it a bench? But chairs, you know those garden chairs? The long wooden ones. You know, he would go and sit there by the, the river and pray. And the wife would pray inside. The first day, they all prayed. The second day, as she was praying inside, she saw that there was somebody sitting by her husband talking to him. She said, ah, wouldn't this man pray? Why is he talking to this this person. It was actually a lady sitting by him. And she was wondering, who is this lady? <laughs> what is happening? We came here to pray. <laughs> and this man is talking to a lady instead of praying. But she didn't say anything. And she kept praying. So that was the second day, right? The third day, the man went out to pray. She was also praying in the room. Then again, she saw this woman come up to the man. And stand by him, and the person was talking to him. Who, who is this lady? But she didn't say anything, she kept on praying. That was the third day, right? On the fifth day, when the husband came back into the room, she said, Honey, I want to ask you a question. Who is the lady who comes to sit next to you or stand by you when you are praying? And the man said, which lady? There's no one there. What am I going to do with a lady? Why should I talk to somebody at this crucial time in my life? And I said, I saw someone sitting by you. And the man said, there was no one there. Little did, later on he realized that the person his wife saw was an angel. Because he, he, he thought long and hard about it and he realized that each time he went to sit there praying, he was troubled. I mean like 
He didn't know what, to, what he was going to do, but each time he started praying, then he started feeling some peace in his heart. He started having ideas as to what to do. You know, he could get solutions for his problem. And so God had sent an angel to him to talk to him as he was praying. God had heard his prayer. His prayer had opened the heavens over his, his head, over his life. And God had sent an angel to give him answers. Amen. Look, when we come to church, or you can do more unto, unto the Lord. Put your hands together for the Lord. When we pray, God sends angels to us. Amen. Remember that Jesus was praying in the garden in the last hour, just before he was taken away to And as the Bible tells us that as he prayed, God sent an angel to strengthen him. Amen. So that is what happens. That's one of the miracles of prayer. The amazing things that happen when we pray. So this morning, I'm here to encourage you and to tell you that when it's time to pray, come and pray. Amen. Come and pray because this thing that we do brings results. Amen. Your life, the heavens over our lives will be opened and the breakthroughs will come. Amen. Shall we rise up to our feet? You move mountains, you cause walls to fall with your power. You perform miracles, there is nothing. Come on, that's impossible, and we stand in need only because you made.
your voice and begin to pray. Tell the Lord, the Lord, I believe in prayer. Say this after me, Heavenly Father, I believe in you. I know you can make it. I know you can turn my situation around. This morning, as I stand before you, I need my the heavens over my life to be opened. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in my life here on earth as it is in heaven. That this particular problem, mention it by name, the problem you have mentioned it by name and tell the Lord that Lord I know you can do it I know you can turn this situation around lift up your voice and begin to pray 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 oh yes Lord oh yes Lord oh yes Lord we know that you can do it we know that you can do it Lord we know that you can do it Lord you can make a way for us you can make a way for us it doesn't matter how bad the situation is you can make a way for us Lord make a way for us let that breakthrough come Lord let that breakthrough come Lord give me the solution to that problem give me the solution to that problem Lord I need healing this morning I need healing this morning heal me Lord heal me Lord heal me Lord bring deliverance Lord bring deliverance Lord give us direction Lord give us direction in our business Give us direction in our businesses. Give us direction in our businesses. Bring peace into my marriage. Bring peace into my marriage. Lord, you know that this is what I need. Lord, I've prayed and prayed. I need open heavens over my life. Pray, 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 pray. Step to the Lord. Father, you said we should call upon you. You hear us and answer us and show us great and mighty things that we do not know of. We thank you for answered prayer. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If you are here and you do not know the Lord, or if you are here, and you want God to take control over your life. You want to know him more. You want to serve him. This is the time and the hour to tell the Lord that, Lord, take absolute control of my life. Take absolute control of my life. I've done it my way all these years. But Lord, today I need you. I want you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Help me, Lord. If you are here and that is your prayer, just lift up your hands. Just lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. I see a few hands. Lift up your hands. Can you move? Can you move over to me, please? Can you come over to me, please? Can you walk over to me, please? You've lifted up your hand. Okay. Shall we pray? Father, thank you. Thank you for touching 
the one who lifted up his hands. Touch him, Lord, and touch every one of us here. Give us solutions to our problems. We cannot do it by ourselves. For it is in you we live and move and have our being. It is not by my, our might, nor by our power, but by your spirit, by your power, Lord. Amen. Lead us every step the way in Jesus' mighty name. And all of us together will shout a big amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen.